fellow coaches. Welcome back to the Coaches Helping Coaches podcast, episode number two. My name is Nick and I will be your host. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I want to give you just another uh, little rundown about myself. I know I talked a little bit about my background in episode number one, but I want to make sure that everybody has a little idea about what I do for my nine to five and, and what I'm doing to help others as a coach, um, you know, help them live the life of their dreams, help them get to their goals in life, as I know a lot of you are doing as well with your coaching businesses. So just to start, um, you know, I work in healthcare. I think I mentioned that in episode number one. I've been in sales for 10 years and I've been a sales manager for five years. So I do a good bit of coaching at work. Um, but for those of you who have ever coached in the corporate world versus coaching in your business, you know, a lot, oftentimes it can be very different. Um, people who you are offering coaching to as your employees, um, you know, they might feel like it's more of a, you know, rep, almost like a reprimand, if you will, where they're doing something wrong and you need to coach them because you need to get them back on track. And in a lot of cases, I mean, that is true, but a lot of times it is not accepted by the employee as the truth, right? There's a lot of self-assessment that needs to happen in corporate America and as salespeople and even as sales managers, as we either deliver coaching or receive coaching um, to make sure that we you know, are aware of any blind spots that we might have uh, both as employees and managers. So it's a, it's a different world coaching in corporate America if you never have versus what I'm doing coaching on the side, which is coaching um, those young individuals who want to get into medical sales as their career. So I do work mostly with young professionals, and I say young, just early in their careers for medical sales. Um, you know, maybe they worked in, in other industries and they're trying to break in, or in some cases they are fresh out of college and just looking for their first career opportunity and they wanna go into medical sales, which is great. There's, there's a lot of opportunity there. And having been in the medical sales industry for 10 years, I do think there's a good opportunity to continue to welcome in um, fresh perspectives, new ideas. The world is changing, I mean, daily. I consider myself a fairly young-minded individual, even though my body might say differently, my mind is fairly young, but I know I don't see the world the way somebody who's 24, 25, 26, even 30 sees the world. It's different coming from their perspective. So I do think that the medical sales industry can use some of that um, fresh perspective, a different lens on the way we see um, customers, the way we see uh, employees, people, coworkers, just the world in general. So I do enjoy working with those individuals and helping them establish um, a good process for interviewing, for networking, and for ultimately landing the job that they want in medical sales. So that's what I do as a coach, both in my nine to five day job and evenings and weekends um, when I'm coaching on the side. So the tip I wanna to provide today um, is, you know, again, I, I'm fairly new to the coaching on the side business, um, but what I'm learning, uh, as I've mentioned right now, is it's a lot different, right? Coaching people who aren't your employees. And so the tip that I have, especially for new coaches, is just to get out there and do as much coaching as possible. And what I'm learning is that it doesn't necessarily even have to be in your niche. So for example, you know, my niche, like I said, is medical sales, job candidates, helping them. 
and, and maybe your niche is fitness or uh, you know maybe it is career maybe it's life maybe it's something totally different um, and but as a new coach just getting the repetitions of your process down is really important and you can do it with anybody I mean if you can coach somebody on um, interviewing for a medical sales job you can coach them on interviewing for a job in IT. You can coach them on weight loss. You can coach them on um, organization because the process for the most part should be very similar, right? And every coach has a different method that they follow. Um, for example, in corporate America and in, in my coaching at work, we have a, an eight step coaching model, which, which at times can be a lot. And so oftentimes I revert to a four step coaching model that I've used for years. Um, very common, a lot of people I know use this process and it's the GROW model, right? So the G stands for the goal that they have, the R is the reality of their current situation, the O is the options that they have in front of them, you know, to try to reach that goal, and the W is the way forward. So which options are they actually gonna choose to take action on right then and there? So you can take that process and you can write it out and then implement that with anybody who's trying to achieve something. There's a lot of other coaches that use um, the uh, the achieve, like what do you want to achieve? Avoid, what is it you're trying to avoid? And act, so what actions are you going to take? That's another coaching model, three steps that you can use to help anybody. So I think the most important thing when you're starting your coaching business, um, once you've established that you want to take that leap, right? Because that's a probably a different episode, is just having the mindset of a coach and what you're going to do to make sure you can persevere through some difficult times. I think I'll actually write that down because that's a good one um, because we're, we're oftentimes on an island and we need communities like this one to help and continue to motivate us. Uh, but anyway, I digress a little bit. One of the things that you can do, again, is just practice. Practice, practice, practice. And you can do that with friends. You can do that with family. Um, this, these are not charged sessions, right? You're not asking them for a fee for your coaching you're simply getting in the repetitions. Just like if you were playing tennis, you'd practice your serve. Just like if you're playing basketball, you'd practice free throws. Just like if you were becoming a, um, a movie editor, right? If you were trying to make YouTube videos, you'd go online and you'd practice your editing before you put your videos online and they get better and better over time. It's the same thing with coaching. So my, my second tip, tip number two um, for this episode is get as many repetitions in as you can to, to establish your, you know, your foundation of coaching and that process. And you'll find yourself getting more and more comfortable with listening, with reflecting, with helping people put their own plans of action into place, right? Because as a coach, you're not doing the work for them. You're hopefully not giving them all the answers. I do know sometimes as a coach, um, people need a little bit more direction. And, and so we have to do, we do provide that, right? That's something that we do give them a little nudge in if we see them going the wrong way and we wanna help them achieve their goal. Oftentimes we can give a little nudge because we are there to be supportive. But again, tip number two for this episode is to make sure you're taking the opportunity and the time to get repetitions in. Where you find that is up to you. You know, you can go on Facebook to some of your, uh, you know, Facebook friends and say, hey, listen, I've, I've started taking uh, this course in coaching or I have started to um, build a coaching business and right now I really want to practice. I saw that you were working on this project at home or I saw that you were starting a new weight loss plan. Um, you know, whatever it is that they're working on and just say, hey, I'd love to help 
help you with that, right? Can we set up a coaching session? It won't cost you anything. I just want to get some practice in and we'll help you achieve that goal. So do what you can as often as you can to practice coaching daily if possible, um, but at least three or four times a week where you're having the opportunity to coach somebody. So I hope that was helpful, um, especially for all you new coaches. Um, I will leave my contact information in the in the show notes, but you're always welcome to reach out, shoot me an email, see if you have any questions. And for those of you who are interested in building this coaches, helping coaches community with me, because as you can see, this is only episode number two. My goal is to get more people on with me and not just have me talk every day about a new tip that I have. Um, let me know, reach out to me, shoot me an email and let me know that you'd be interested in providing some ideas of your own. And we're going to help coaches uh, establish their business, be successful, provide support, maybe create some masterminds. Um, you know, as a coach right now, I see a whole lot about Dean and Tony and Russell, and they're great people. Uh, but, you know, hey, maybe they've had their time. And so it's time to bring on some new blood and some new uh, some new people to lead the way into the next generation. So if you're interested and you have that mindset and you want to maybe establish that, that new group of leadership, uh, let me know. I'd love to uh, I'd love to hear from you and talk to you and uh, maybe even work with you down the future. All right. Have a great day, coaches.